What the fuck is up, kid? Welcome back to the show. Today, we are going to talk about four real, completely valid worries and fears that you have when you start your virtual assistant career, okay? So I wanted to talk about this because, dude, I've experienced these fears a million and 10 times at the start of my virtual assistant career. And completely transparently, I experienced some of these fears even now developing my coaching business around virtual assisting and going from a full-time freelance virtual assistant to a virtual assistant mentor and coach helping you guys. So I want you to know that even the people that you look up to feel these fears, okay? And it is completely human. It is completely normal to feel this way. What you need to do is develop a way to get out of these fears and to understand where these fears are coming from, respect where they're coming from, but move forward because what's not okay and what's not normal and what will not help you is staying in these fears, okay? So I wanted to hop on you today to talk about the four main fears that you feel at the beginning of your virtual assistant career because trust me, I felt this way more times than one two weeks into my virtual assistant career, I was literally sitting on the floor crying. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it, you guys. I was crying, being like, okay, it's great that I'm working like two hours a day, but how the heck am I gonna be able to do this long-term? How long will it take getting to full-time? I know I committed to the long game. I know I committed to maybe it being five freaking years of, you know, waiting it out, playing the long game, getting to full-time and a great salary and all of this stuff. But like, how long is it actually going to take? Cause I don't know how much longer I can do this. And, I wanted to hop on here today to talk to you guys about this because you're not alone if you're feeling this way right now in your virtual assistant career. You're not alone if you have one of those days, maybe it was even three days ago, where you just felt completely low and everything that you have worked so hard on, you look at it and you're like, it's not happening yet. And you look in yourself and you're like, well, what can I do better? What can I do better? I'm fucking up something, right? But I want to just let you know that dude, like, let's just go through them. And I'll just tell you along the way, because there's so much I want to tell you right now. And I wish I could just reach through this freaking microphone and hug you because I hate it when people say, oh, I know how you feel. Because it's like, fuck you. You've never been in my shoes. You don't know exactly how I feel. So I'll never tell somebody that I know how they feel. But I can imagine what you're feeling right now when you're feeling this way. Okay, so let's just go through these four main fears that we experience as virtual assistants and walk through them to make them less scary and less fearful. Because dude, at the end of the day, a lot of it's in our heads. Okay, so the first fear comes to you in this way of, okay, I'm going to be a virtual assistant. I really want to be a virtual assistant. I'm going to be a virtual assistant. I know that I can do this really, really well. I know that I have the drive. I know that I've wanted to work for influencers and for small businesses and entrepreneurs. And I think that virtual assisting is the way I want to go. I have multiple skill sets. I just am really good with people. I want to be somebody's right hand. I'm going to be a virtual assistant. And then you get into it and you're like, but how can I do this full time? Can I do this full time? How long will it take me to get full time in my virtual assistant career? Especially, dude, if you're coming from a nine to five and you're coming over to virtual assisting because you know as well as I do, shit takes time. (laughs) Shit takes time, okay? But here's the thing. If you're asking yourself, how can I do this full time? How can I become a virtual assistant full time? I feel like all the virtual assistants that I'm following and I'm watching and I'm learning from are part time or less than part time or they're working this and doing another business or, you know, they're full time, but they've been doing this for three years. So how can I get to full time quickly? Because 
dude, like I've got a life to pay for. I have to support myself or I have to support my family. And this is a completely reasonable way to feel when you're going into something new, okay? I'm not going to say, fuck that shit, just start showing up and working hard, okay? Because that's not going to solve the anxiety and the fear. Yes, that might be the solution, but that's not what you're going to tell yourself to solve this feeling of uneasiness and this knot in your stomach that makes you just want to throw up all the time, okay? That's not going to be the thing that you want to tell yourself to comfort yourself. When your friend breaks up with a guy or when a guy breaks up with her, you don't go, well, fuck him, we can do whatever we want, all of this stuff, we're just going to go out and party and all of this. No you're most likely like, okay, I know how you feel. Like I've been here before, you know, I couldn't imagine all of this stuff. And then maybe two days into the wallowing, you, you get her up and out of bed and you get her moving you get, and you get things going on. Okay. But there's a process to this shit. Okay. So when it comes to, if you're asking yourself and if you're keeping yourself up at night, staring at the ceiling, thinking, how the heck am I going to be able to do this full time? Okay. I want you to adopt a few things. Okay. Number one, I want you to realize that, yeah, it might take time to get full time and it might have taken this person to get this long to go full time, but their career isn't your career. And you can make the decision that you're going to go full time really freaking quick. And I'm going to tell you how. You can go full time really freaking quick by finding multiple clients and working with all of them as a freelancer. Instead of just going for one client, the dream influencer that you've always wanted to work for or wanting to go for two clients, okay? You can get five clients at a time, do an hour, an hour and a half a day for them or sign them on to monthly retainers that require you to do these tasks for them. And you can be full-time just by doing that. I actually cover this in my one-on-one coaching program. It's currently closed, but it'll open up again soon. I'll keep you in the loop on that. But we focus on six figures, right? Because when it comes down to it, this one-on-one coaching is for virtual assistants that have been in the game for six months to two years. And their virtual assistant career is good, but it's not great. They're at the point where they feel like there's a ceiling or there's a cap to it. I felt this way in my virtual assistant career. I'm going to be completely real with you. I felt like, okay, but where can I go from here? I'm already at the max amount of hours. When it comes down to it, six figures is such a big mark because six figures is kind of the point. $100,000 is the point where you can afford a beautiful life and still save. And you can put money away for your future, for your kids, for your family for big events like weddings and vacations and that kind of stuff. And that's why I focus on six figures. That's why I focus on 100K because I know what it's like to have 78K a year and still be like, okay, but like, you know, like this is great. I'm saving, but like not nearly as much as I want to. So that's why we personally focus on $100,000 because I feel like $100,000 is the threshold to really, really developing wealth, not just, you know, making a great income, but developing wealth. So if we do $100,000 and we divide that by 12, that's $8,333 a month that you would need to make an income to hit $100,000 as a virtual assistant. Then if you look at it this way, let's say you have clients that you sign on for, let's say $17.50 a month. I feel like that's very reasonable. $17.50 and I manage your social media and I do your engagement, literally. $17.50 a month and I respond to all of your comments and your DMs and everything like that, okay? No content creation, just engagement. So let's divide it by $17.50. 
that's 4.7. So that's five clients that you can get underneath of you, that you can get under your belt. And reality is, is if you're a virtual assistant, whether you're in community management, if you're in creative or whether you're in operations, you can find five people, five influencers to work for, for a very micro price of $17.50 or $2,000 a month doing one thing for them. So whether it be community management and engagement, whether it be community growth on Instagram, whether it be creating creative assets, whether it be, okay, you have a webinar every month, I'm going to plan and schedule and create the promotional materials and the opt-in funnel for that and the email campaigns for that. Okay, you can do so much as a virtual assistant for that much a month. So what I would suggest if you're feeling this fear of how can I do this full time? How the heck can I wrap my head around this? Dude, number one, don't go hourly, go monthly retainer. Number two, once you've decided to do a monthly retainer, figure out the offer. So what you're offering an influencer, what you're offering those potential clients within that retainer, okay? What do these influencers need from you that they can't get anywhere else? What is vital to their career and their business? And then number two, dude, don't feel like you just need to work for macro influencers. There are so many people out there with businesses that are at 3,000 followers like me. There are people out there with 13.5 followers. There are businesses out there that are multi-seven, eight-figure businesses that don't even have social media yet because they're brick and mortar and they need the power of social media behind them because that's the direction advertising is going in and they need your help too. So don't just look at macro influencers. Look at everyone else that needs your help as well and don't discount anyone, okay? So that's how you do it full-time is you decide what you bring to the table, you develop this plan of attack, and then you find the people that you can work with. Fear number two, how will I find clients though, Kat? How will I find these clients? You're telling me that, you know, there's so many people out there that need my help, but how do I find them? How do I figure out who actually needs my help? You can do this in a few ways. You can find people that need your help in multiple, multiple, multiple ways. Number one, you can dive into the VA vault, I actually send everyone in the vault work opportunities. So if you are like, how will I find people? Well, half the time I actually find people and I, I send them to my virtual assistants that have been through my training programs. So you can do that, okay? Number two, what you can do is, is look within where you are. Look within where you are physically located, okay? And look at huge businesses there, businesses that are doing well, businesses that are doing good but not great, Businesses that are great businesses, but they lack social media or they lack organization or you feel like they could really be taken to the next level and figure out, okay, I could definitely serve them. Find those people. Start within your own community because literally, dude, that's how I found my first social media strategy client was within the Philadelphia area through somebody that was working with them, helping them with their e-commerce side of things. And they had zero social media. That's literally how I found them. I didn't find them through Instagram because they had none. Okay, so number one, look within your own community. Number two, which is the way that I like to go um, and the way that you can go if you have very, very strong social media and if you've developed very strong social media is I like to go and search within industries, find the top industry leaders and then find who's engaging on their posts and start building relationships with those people because then those people aren't the top people, but they want to be at the top. And I've worked for the top. So I have the ability to get them to the top. I know what's required to get them to the top. So you find clients through finding industry leaders and figuring out who's engaging on their content. 
after you figure out who's engaging on that content, who that is engaging on their content has a legitimate business and is legitimately on the track to growing and wants that big vision and needs your help because they're getting to the point where they're being spread a little bit too thin and they're, they're going to need to start delegating to someone, but they haven't necessarily onboarded their first team member yet. Okay. So that's how to find clients. Okay. Number one, join the VA vault. <laughs> number two, look within your community and look at the businesses within your own community. And number three, find the top industry leaders and look at the people that are engaging on their content. Fear number three. Oh, this is the big one. Will someone actually pay me to do this? Okay. Listen, I feel like this is a lot easier nowadays to justify than it was even two years ago because social media has made such a huge progress and people see social media as an industry now instead of just another social app, okay? But will somebody actually pay me to do this? Dude, when it comes down to it, Snoop Dogg literally pays someone to roll joints for him all day long and you're wondering if somebody will pay you to help them? grow their business through social media, through creative work, through community growth, or through operational work, that guy gets paid like 70k a year to roll joints for Snoop Dogg. And you're wondering if somebody will pay you to help them with something that's actually legitimate and valid and legal? Are we serious? The next time you find yourself staring at the ceiling not being able to fall asleep at night, once you've secured your offers and once you've figured out exactly what you're helping people with, the next time you look at your offer and you're like, wow, this is amazing. Yes, this is exactly what I want to do. But the doubt kicks in and you ask yourself, but will somebody actually pay me to do this? Remember, Snoop Dogg pays somebody to roll fucking joints for him. Somebody will gladly pay you to get them from 50,000 followers to 100,000 followers. Somebody will gladly pay you to create their content for them because they've burnt out. Somebody will gladly pay you to do sales pipelines for them because Lord knows 90% of the planet hates pipelines. So stop freaking the fuck out about that. I get the fear. I get it. I totally understand it. There was a point where I was creating baby grandma merch and I was like, wow, somebody's actually paying me to do this. And that's the point that you want to get to in your virtual assistant career where you're doing something that's so simple and so fun and you're in the workflow and the flow is just so insane and you're just zoned the fuck in to your work. And then you realize, wow, somebody's actually paying me to do this. That's the point that you want to get to. That's the mindset that you want to be in. And fear number four, how can I have security doing this? Okay. How can I develop security working in an industry that is ever-changing. That changes all the time. Dude, Reels came out two months ago, Instagram Reels, and it totally changed the game. We have TikTokers that promised that they would never leave TikTok, leaving TikTok. The game changes so much. There's so much fluidity to social media. How do I have security doing this in an industry that changes overnight for people that get so many ideas that the business direction that they go in might change overnight, okay? You get security by putting the proper documents in place, number one. And number two, one-upping yourself every single day so that you become such an irreplaceable, appreciating asset that you are so fucking valuable as a virtual assistant. Those are the two ways you create security for yourself. One is very, very simple. And the other one is very, very microtransactional. When it comes to putting the proper documents in place, 
dude, this is where I suggest you actually have contracts in place and proper invoices instead of just a DM or a text message or an over Zoom agreement to things. Because then you have something that you can actually say, oh, look, you're locked into place, dude. You have to pay me 30 days. You have 30 days before you can actually remove me from the situation, before you can actually cut my hours. You have 30 days grace period. You have 30 days notice, okay? You want to put these documents into place because, dude, the thing that sucks the most is going from X amount with this customer, with this client, to them saying, oh, you know what? No, I'm going to cut you back. And you are completely blindsided and you didn't plan for it and you didn't prepare yourself and protect yourself for it, okay? So what I want you to do is, is have the contracts in place. I actually created a toolkit all about my contracts with the framework to my contract, my offer, and my invoices because I was like, dude, this is the one thing that everyone skips over because they think that it's just social media. Social media is a multi-billion dollar industry. It's not just social media. This is a huge industry. This is a career. This is your career. So protect it. So that's number one. How can I find security doing this? By putting the secure methods in place, by protecting yourself, by having proper contracts drafted up that are so clear, that are non-ambiguous, that somebody can literally see black and white. There's no gray area. Number two, constantly one-upping yourself and becoming an appreciating asset of a virtual assistant to the point where you are irreplaceable, where nobody else can come and take your gig because you are the best fucking person for what you're doing. You are the go-to. That's how you develop security doing this. It's by constantly one-upping yourself and not feeling safe. And there's a difference between not feeling safe being scared and insecure and not feeling safe because you know that you can do better. That's the direction that you want to go into is constantly every day waking up saying, how can I one up myself today with my graphics? How can I one up myself today with my responses on social media? How can I streamline that? How can I one up myself on my Kajabi sales pages? Is there anything I can do? I've seen somebody do this. I want to learn how to do this. I'm going to find a way to do this. Is there a method that you have that nobody else has? Something that makes you completely untouchable, completely irreplaceable as a virtual assistant. That's how you secure yourself when there's no competition because you're fucking dominating it. These four real fears, they're completely real. But know that they're completely real in your head and that they come from fear. And fear comes to protect you and to keep you safe. But that at the end of the day, it's not actually valid in reality, just in your head. So move past it with the real steps in life. Do all of these steps for the four real fears. And I guarantee you that you'll go from living in fear and being scared and acting out of fear and doing all of these things that you wouldn't naturally confidently do because you're living in fear to having an actual plan of attack that you know is going to work and that there's no fear surrounding because you're confident in it, okay? I love you. I hope this was helpful. I know this was a bit of a longer one today. Dom's gonna kill me editing this, but it's fine <laughs> because what matters is that you know that number one, yes, your fears are valid. Yes, I totally get it. Yes, I've felt those fears before, but this is what you have to do to push past them and get past them from somebody that's done it themselves, okay? I love you. I love you.
I love you. I love you. What's that from? Elf. That's what it's from. And I will see you in the next one. Peace.